This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. This is the Mark Madden Unfiltered Podcast from the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Mark Madden Podcast on the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Remember the words that quoted in the Bible. I believe they were the 11th commandment. Bet now from anywhere. Uh, I'm joined by Tim Benz of TrivLive.com, and we're going to get to picking the uh, NFL's wild card games. Uh, six contests with, shall we say, varying point spreads uh, online with Bet Rivers and at the sports book at uh, Bet Rivers Pittsburgh. But first, I want to talk about a theory I have about how Mike Tomlin handled the quarterback situation with the Steelers. I am positive that Mitch Trubisky was told he would start through the bye week, that that uh, promise was made uh, as part of getting him here to sign with Pittsburgh and and, and maybe jumpstart his career as a starter, even if it only would have been through the bye week uh, while they get picket ready. And obviously Tomlin panicked at halftime of the week four game against the Jets, saw the season slipping away, which as it turned out, the season did slip away starting with that game. But Pickett came in and Trubisky was put on the pay-no-mind list except for some action he got when Pickett got concussed. I am of the opinion, Tim, that if Trubisky plays through the bye week, the Steelers beat Miami because Pickett had a terrible game against the Dolphins, maybe beat the Jets, which while Pickett played okay in that game, he did throw picks and, uh, of course, the defense buckled, blowing a 20-10 lead in the final half of the fourth quarter. Uh, so so even though people are, you know, bigging up Kenny Pickett in the improvement they say he made, which I think is is much exaggerated, I think Trubisky gets them to the playoffs if he plays through the bye week. What say you? I could agree with where you're coming from on that in the sense that if he had been the quarterback against Miami, then I think that they do beat Miami. I think there were rookie mistakes that a rookie quarterback makes in that game that cost them against the Dolphins. Well, he threw three picks, and certainly that added up. I don't think Trubisky beats the Jets. I think that because of how badly things went in the locker room at halftime of that game, the result was going to be the same, even if it was different how they got there with Pickett. Wait, wait, wait. You mean like Deontay and Trubisky arguing? I mean, I think that happens in NFL locker rooms all the time. Yeah, but apparently it was bad enough that Tomlin felt like he was losing the team. Apparently it was bad enough that Tomlin picked sides. 
or that too, but it was bad enough. And I don't think bad enough that Tomlin played favorites. Yeah, you know, I guess you could look at it from the standpoint of you know Pickett comes in, they do some good things, then Wilson comes back and leads the comeback. I don't know if they ever get to the point where they distance themselves that Wilson needs the big comeback if Trubisky stays in there. So I think the Jets' result is the same. The balance to that mark where I might quibble a bit is I don't necessarily think that Trubisky with the season being the state of flux that it was, beats the Raiders and Ravens and Browns in the last three weeks like Pickett did. I'm not suggesting he play the whole season. I'm just suggesting Tomlin stick with his plan to start Trubisky through the bye week, properly prepare Pickett to be inserted at that point. I think it's win-win. Well, I get that part, but then I don't think Pickett is comfortable enough to lead the comebacks in the last two of the last three weeks. I, I don't know about that. I think if he's prepared properly. I think he needed to play in games to be honed uh, enough to get those two-minute drives down. You could be right. I, I'm just not sure that a coach ever does the right thing when he goes away from his prescribed plan at a moment of panic. I think one thing that might be most true about that theory is you'd at least have a guy who felt like he got the deal he was given for next season if they're planning on keeping him. I think you'd have less of a problem as to who your backup is next year. Do you think they'll be able to keep him? Do you think they want to keep him? That's a good question. I I think the want to is the more important question. They should want to keep him because he's a good backup. They will not get a better backup. Jerry Dulac... uh, alluded in his Post-Gazette mailbag column that they might be interested in bringing back Josh Dobbs as the backup. Mitch Trubisky's five times the quarterback Josh Dobbs is. He's better than Dobbs. Is he better than Brissett? Yes, I think so. I don't think he is. Well, don't forget he's been in the offense, though, for a year, too. You'd have to teach Brissett what's going on here. Jacoby Brissett's smart enough to handle this offense. That's a good point. <laughs> um, I, I, I can't now, disagree I don't know with that. But, the, the price... but I, I just feel bad for Trubisky because I think he was definitely lied to. I'm sure you agree. I think Tomlin handled it horribly at halftime of that Jets game. I just think he has every right to feel hard done by. And if I were him, I'd look around and say, okay, well, I get more money somewhere else because I'm not sure he will. I don't think he'll get a starting opportunity anywhere else either. Not that he's ever going to get that again in Pittsburgh, barring injury. But but I think he might want to leave well enough alone unless they ask him to take a pay cut, which which you hear they may well do. For him and Rudolph both, they could go to another team, though, as number two quarterbacks and have a more amenable situation than what they've got here where the fan base and the coaches clearly don't trust them if they were to go elsewhere. Now, the want-to point that you brought up, I could see them looking around and trying to find somebody that they decide they like better. I wouldn't be surprised if Brissett is that guy. I just don't know if the difference in trading Trubisky as far as what they would still have to handle on the cap or cutting Trubisky and what the trade-off would be on letting him go with the dead money on top of signing a new person. Are you really getting cap savings at that point? I I don't think you are. I mean, that's a very uneducated cap mind talking, but I would imagine... If anything, the savings it's be pretty would be close. It would be minimal. It'd be minimal, but then again, like if you think you're getting a better backup quarterback, and Kenny Pickett's had two concussions already, you know, like it's entirely possible you could be leaning on if that. If I backup. think Kenny Pickett's getting concussed, I want the guy who's already played in my system. Although, if, if Matt Canada leaves, the system could be changing. That too, and like I said, I don't think the system is so complicated that a guy like Brissett, who's managed to you know keep mediocre teams afloat in more complicated systems than this, could pick it up. Well, let's look at the uh, the wild card games, Tim. You can bet, of course, at the Bet Rivers app online with betrivers.com or at any of the Bet Rivers casino, including the 
the great sports book right here in Pittsburgh. Uh, first, uh, and it's amazing, Tim. I want to say first, these lines are all over the place. You know, they're, well, they have been all week because of the quarterback changes. Right. No, I understand why, but it's still very unusual to see lines as big in playoff games as we're seeing here. Let's start off with one of those lines. Seattle is getting nine and a half at San Francisco. I do think San Francisco is way better. I can't dismiss Seattle. Clearly, they battle. Uh, Geno Smith broke Russell Wilson's single-season passing record with the Seahawks, which is really saying something. But uh, it wouldn't shock me if Seattle covered. I think San Francisco wins. And while I'm not inclined to bet this game, if I had to, I'd bet San Francisco to backdoor cover at the end. I took the Seahawks at 10.5 when it first came out. I thought that's a close enough divisional matchup game that, as we've seen all year, Mark, double-digit underdogs do very well in the NFL this season. So I took the Seahawks at plus 10.5. I think the Niners win. In fact, I've got a parlay cooked up that's got the Niners, the Bills, and I'm trying to think of what the other big favorite was that I went with. Cincinnati. I went with all three of those teams on a straight win parlay. But I do like getting the points in the Seattle game. I think that's one that could wind up, you know, 28 to 20 and and you've got the cover that way plus remember this is brock purdy too we're talking about here so i know he's got some pixie dust sprinkled on him but let's see how that feels in the playoffs it's a shame that seattle defense ain't what it was yeah right because exactly. then you give him a real chance i mean they don't even have very many components from that defense well if that seattle seahawk defense was what it that's, was that's a while ago uh, when you're old tim time tends to tends to i don't to, think to... they'd be the seven seed i think they'd be the six or the five uh now we got the la chargers uh giving two points at Jacksonville. Does it surprise you that Jacksonville's an underdog at home? No, it doesn't. I think Jacksonville's very happy to be there. Jacksonville, I don't think, bathed itself in glory with the win against Tennessee. I thought they were the significantly better team playing better football going into that game, and the aforementioned Josh Dobbs very much kept them in it, and they led for quite a bit in that game. Los Angeles, I don't think, has the sense of, gee, we're just happy to be here. Los Angeles, I think... Oh, they're getting healthy, too. Yeah, I think the receivers, one of the receivers was hurt, but I do think that... They've got more of a sense of purpose and a feeling of overdue for being there. Uh, this spread has actually gone up. I got in on it when it was plus one. I'm happy that I did. I'm taking the Chargers at plus one, and I would take them anyway at minus two and a half. Well, it's a classic uh, quarterback matchup, a new era quarterback matchup of Justin Herbert versus Trevor Lawrence. I think that's a, a marquee matchup and makes this game fun to watch. And i got to tell you, Tim, uh, I have enough faith in the Chargers, or maybe just wishful thinking because I bet them before the season uh, futures to win the Super Bowl. But uh, let's say they win and then, you know, play uh, – uh, boy, you know, all the all the uh, neutral side stuff has me confused. Kansas City's the top seed, correct? Yes. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if the Chargers gave Kansas City a game. I wouldn't pick them to beat them. But if they got that matchup, I think they can hang. I think they can. I don't think Kansas City blows out good teams this year like what, they used to. What's going to hurt Kansas City in the playoffs is without Tyree Kill, they're not they're not a big play team like they were. And, you know, as the Steelers prove time and again, the longer the drive, the more likely you'll eventually make a mistake. Although Kansas City doesn't make nearly as many mistakes. Would you like to see the Steelers do the ring around the rosy thing that Kansas City busted out? <laughs> 
I'd like to see people just hand the ball to the referee. I but think then like, again, I'm 62 years old. No, no, not not the touchdown when they kind of spun around in the huddle and then broke the huddle to surprise everybody where everybody was lined up. Did you see that on the Saturday game against the, against the Raiders? No, I mean, I just I'm I think glad. Kevin Dotson would do that and fall down like it was Dizzy Bat or something like that. Um, so, so I, I think I think the Chargers are going to cover. Long story short, I bet they cover relatively handily. Yeah, I like the Chargers too in this game. You were talking about preseason bets. The preseason bet that I had that paid off nicely, I think it was at like three and a half to one, was uh, getting the Steelers on an um, direct order of placement finish. Like right. I, I got them at third. Yeah. So that what one. What did pay- that pay? Three three and a half to one, roughly. Really? Yeah, it was pretty good money. Um, so many people were convinced that the Browns are going to be better with Deshaun. I got it before they knew what the Deshaun penalty was going to be. And uh, I just was never sold that the Browns are going to be that great even with Deshaun. So I just took a little bit of a gamble and thought they'd finish third, and they did. Now here's the crazy one. Miami's getting 13 points at Buffalo. Obviously because, you know, no two it, no chance. Broke the Steelers' record, Mark. The Steelers had the record for being the biggest underdog in a playoff game last year against Kansas City. It closed at 12 and a half. So this one, if it closes at 13, will break the Steelers' record. Boy, the Steeler pride just keeps piling up <laughs> like horsemen or at the farm. Uh, is Tua's career in jeopardy? I guess. I mean, like, if people are going to be so concerned about this, uh, I would think that a full-off season of rest, like we saw with Sidney Crosby, who had a major concussion that he couldn't come back from for him a long time, as opposed to Tua constantly being on the brink of coming back, that should be enough. But w- with the way he's being handled and everybody fretting about him so much, maybe he's going to be woked into retirement. I don't know. Well, long story short, I think Buffalo covers handily in this game. As far as the Tua thing goes, the hypocrisy regarding the faux concern for him. I was watching uh, the Greenberg show, Get Up on ESPN. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the the uh, Stephen A. Smith one. What's that called? First Take? First Take, yeah. Now, I got a question. If it's called First Take, how come it's not on first? Never been able to figure that out. But at any rate, uh, Stephen A. and uh, Orlovsky were on today. And they were saying in one breath... Well, the first concern has to be for this young man's health. And then a couple seconds later, well, you can't sign him to a long-term contract. That's business. So, I mean, you know, I mean, let him figure it out. Let the doctors figure it out. I'm not going to let even concern for my health walk away from hundreds of millions of dollars unless every avenue to protect myself has been exhausted and like the next hit kills me. Agreed. And maybe they got spooked because of the reports that we heard before he got scratched the last time. I guess this was in advance of the Jets game or whatever game they played the week before the Jets. Um, I guess that would have been the Patriots game. I think it was before the Patriots game where he was having trouble remembering plays from the game before. Like this was a little bit longer term away from the concussion that he couldn't remember stuff. Maybe that alarmed McDaniel because he saw it firsthand in the film room. I don't know. But um, I think that it's only fair to the athlete if he is cleared by the time next year rolls around at the latest. And it will be next year if he's not playing this week because they're going to get squashed. So give him a full year, see where his mindset is on his own brain, and then I think it's short-sighted to not give him a chance to continue to play. Well, you have to give him the chance if he's cleared. I think so, I yes. Mean, and if you don't, I'd sue. And if you if he's cleared and you don't play him, then he's going to get paid anyway. But then again, he's still in his rookie contract. I mean, the next deal's the big deal. Well, now, I wouldn't exactly know how this would work, but 
could he then be in line for a settlement if you didn't play him, like a big money settlement if you didn't play him? You'd be admitting that he's too hurt to. If I were him, I'd investigate that possibility. Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't. Ex- you know, this goes down the concussion lawsuit rabbit hole that I kind of lost track of a long time ago. I'm just thinking out loud here. But then we got the New York Giants uh, getting three points at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota won 11 one score games this year. I think New York will feel very comfortable playing what figures to be a close game. It wouldn't shock me if New York stole this at the end. I, I wouldn't bet on this game either way. And as you know, Tim, my tendency is to not bet if there's any doubt. Mm-hmm. And if you made me bet, I'd take Minnesota at home. I think they're a real good team. And they're also comfortable playing close games as well. Well, for that reason, I'd be okay betting them because that's yeah. where they live. Um, but sooner or later, you lose the close game. Maybe you shave a point. You know, what is that, 110 right now at 3? Uh, I would buy the half point and get it under a field goal. Maybe you ask Danny Dimes to shave several points. <laughs> Maybe they'd be willing to, because I think like the Jacksonville Jaguars, they're just happy to be there. Like you know, a lot of these coaches that we hear for Coach of the Year, I, I don't think they can believe they're there. And Jacksonville or the Giants. Now, to be fair, I don't think Minnesota can believe it's got 13 wins either, based on, especially based on some of the teams they've lost to or some of the games that they've kept close. But I think this line is very appropriately set. I think the Giants win by. Excuse me, the, the uh, Vikings win by a field goal, uh, barely. So, you know, I, I would try to buy the half point if it's a field goal in overtime or a field goal to avoid overtime at the end of the game, then you cover on the game-winning kick. But, um, you know, I, I think this is right where this game is going to live the whole way. Regarding one of my other futures bets, does Kirk Cousins have any chance at MVP? No, I don't think so. Finalist. Well, what's it? did you bet on a finalist? No, but did you bet like top five. I just want to know if I can get a, a moment of, of hope. At the you you end. want a participation trophy for I your bet? I want a hope spot. <laughs> you want the participation trophy that Steelers fans are giving the Steelers for your bet, right? So he's not even going to be a finalist. I, I don't then. think so. I, I, do they have finalists? Do they name finalists? In hockey, they do. I yeah, I don't think it's like the heart trophy. Base everything on how they do it with hockey. Yeah, I don't think they do that. I think they just say this Mahomes guy wins. Is going to win it, right? Yeah, I think he's going to win. Can it. anybody else win it? Uh, I, Burrow made a pretty strong push at the end. You know, and and there's sympathy all over the place for the Bills, but I don't think Allen's numbers were as good at the end, especially with some of the interceptions. Maybe Demar Hamlin. Uh, I I think there will be some whenever they give out that award show and the SBs too. I think Demar Hamlin will be prominently involved, but I don't. Hey, God bless. I'm overjoyed. He's he's okay, but now he's okay. I think ESPN will give him like a sports inspiration award or something like whatever they do for the ESPs. Yeah, like I said, it's a great story. I'm glad he's okay. Uh, I'm really glad he's okay. Uh, the one, if they're going to do really something. Really glad he's okay. If they want to do something with him, I don't know how they'll do it. I don't know how cold it's going to be in Buffalo. I don't know how much that matters with his lung situation. Maybe that, the Steelers could do their CPR uh, turnover oh, celebration. That was kind of tone deaf, wasn't it? They didn't mean to do it. No, I, they, they didn't think of that at all. Yeah, I mean, Highsmith, I know you don't like his dad very much, but he's like... He had a great season. He's the nicest guy in the world. He never would have done that on purpose to hurt somebody's feelings. They just, they were tone deaf. They were dumb. They were blind. They made a silly mistake. Um, But if they're going to do something, like people keep talking about, well, they're going to bring Hamlin out of the tunnel. Um, You know, they're going to do something on the Jumbotron. I'm sure he will be somehow woven into the opening ceremonies for the Bills. I don't think they're going to... He's not recovered enough to be at the game. He's out of the hospital. Yeah, I I think that would not be. A, I mean, okay, if he's cleared. Yeah, know, I mean, I, how do as, I know? As I always preach with Tua and and Pickett and whoever if they're cleared. But yeah, I I, I don't know. I 
I think enough of a meal has been made of this. Yeah, and they shouldn't need... Actually, who am I kidding? We're, we've only just begun. <laughs> they shouldn't need the inspirational kick to get over against the friggin' Dolphins. But I also don't think that they want to play the what-if game for how things are going to go the next couple rounds. Think you he'll know? play again? You know, I don't know. I don't know the nature of the injury. Like, they haven't even... Well, they, they said it was caused by the collision. They did say that? Yeah, I saw that somewhere. I mean, with information. I mean, who knows... Because, Mark, we all, that's, again, to the point of how incredible this story was. People die from that. Like, I don't yes. know a lot of stories of this happened and then the guy lived. So I don't know if this is something you come back it from. It kind of happened to Chris Pronger. Oh, that's right. It did happen to Pronger. But right. not, I don't think it was as severe. And then after that is when he had all the concussions, right? So I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like, but he's kept playing, so maybe you're right. And that's a huge cardio sport, hockey. So I guess maybe you can't come back from it then. DeMar Hamlin, I mean, dating back to McKee's Rocks and Central Catholic and, and Pitt, universally loved. Yeah, everybody seems to like him a great yeah, deal. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, like, you could tell people weren't phonying up, you know, in, in praise and hope. It just makes me wonder what would happen if somebody who was universally disliked <laughs> find themselves in the same situation. I'm not. I'm not. You know, trying to make light. I'm You're just, not making light of Tamlin, but you, the situation. Yeah, I don't know how that would go. I mean, I think everybody would still rally around the guy because team trumps but, all. But you would see the forced nature of it because because with Demar Hamlin, you could see the unforced nature of it, the legitimate concern and love. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't. I can't think of a low hanging. Pe- well, let me put it this I way. Can. I can too. I just don't want to say it out loud. Um. <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, we got Baltimore uh, getting eight and a half at Cincinnati. No Lamar. I think the bigger story. I, I think Cincinnati's obviously going to win this game with with Lamar not playing. Do we even know if Huntley can play? We don't know that yet. At least at this point. I mean, this if, they, if we find out it's Brown, it's going to go into it's. It might be a bigger spread if it's Brown. It might be a bigger spread than the Bills game. Uh, I think the bigger story is what happens to Lamar in Baltimore after this because he's going to be a free agent. Do you franchise him? I mean, he wants some ridiculously long-term guaranteed deal. I can't give it to him. Even though he's you know a recent league MVP and God knows his gifts are plentiful, he's missed eight games over the past two years and now a playoff game. I just can't give him that deal. You know what makes it even dumber, too? That his mother's his agent. Oh, okay, and not because she's a woman. Uh... Because you'd say the same thing about Alex Van... Or, uh, Alex, Alex Highsmith's Alex, father, yeah. I was going to say Alex Van Pelt. Yeah, I was talking about I mean, him lately. If but... I were the Baltimore Ravens, I'd say, listen, we're not negotiating with your mother. Get an agent or do it yourself, and or we're going to franchise you. I mean, but I don't even think they're they're going to... Fra- I bet they trade him if they can get a trade partner. Franchise and then trade. Yes, if it comes to that. Do you think he's like 75-25 and just not playing? In other words, he's protecting his free agency? That's certainly been alluded to, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I don't know, but it's crossed my mind, and I don't rule it out. Well, Tim, here's one of those Steelers stories that people know. I'm curious to see if you know it, but nobody wants to report it. In that AFC Championship game, Le'Veon Bell played, got a minor injury, was clear to go back in, and said, no, I'm protecting my free agency. Did he say it on the sideline, or was that just... I mean, I've heard that story advanced. He said words to that effect on the sideline. He said it on the sideline? I'm not sure he cited the free agency as, nah, I ain't going back in. I heard it posited. I heard it theorized. I mean, I haven't heard anybody say, for the offseason, I'm not going back in. I know someone who heard it said there. On the field. Yes. Yes. And I think, well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but you think Lamar goes elsewhere? Yeah, I do. I, I Where? think. Carolina. 
a team that really needs a quarterback and can build a system around him. I don't think there'd be any Washington. Good even, I don't think there'd be any good even with Lamar Jackson. Um, who else is in desperate need? I don't know. Is that is that a quarterback that I think Washington's a playoff team with Lamar Jackson? Then again, if I were him, I'd be careful what I wish for Miami because uh, I think Miami's going to try to get Brady. Uh, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm saying, okay, this whole offense is built around me. Tampa, then how hard will that be for another team to do to that degree of effectiveness? But if you've got the cap room and you don't have a lot of guys in your system that you need to keep that don't fit, it's easier to remold. You know what I mean? Like, if you've got guys right now that are not the kind of players, running backs, offensive linemen, that are set up for a running quarterback like Lamar Jackson, you can make the changes um, more fluidly than a team that, like, for instance, the Steelers on defense that has so much money locked up in, like, four or five guys. Um, so I could see that being the case. What about Tampa? If Tampa does lose Brady, what about them? Would they want him? I mean, are they going to be any good if they lose Brady? They've still got some offensive pieces. They weren't any good this year with Brady. Yeah, but they still got, like, Evans, Godwin. Those are better wide receivers than Lamar's ever had. Yeah, but he's not a thrower. He's just a reactor. I wonder if his throwing ability would be better with the better receivers because he's never had good receivers. You know what Lamar Jackson reminds me of? This is a very flawed comparison, so bear with me. I remember when Jim Leland managed the Pirates, mm-hmm. and he had Tim Wakefield, the knuckleball pitcher, right? Right. And he hated having him. He said, I don't know what to do with him. You know, I, I, I don't know when to pull him, when to put him in, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because there's no book? Right. I wouldn't, know how to, I wouldn't know how to win with Lamar Jackson. I think that part of their issue has been that they are so concerned about him getting hurt all the time that... Perhaps they've stayed away from his greatest asset, which is, you know, he was, what, a 1,300-yard rusher, 1,100-yard rusher? He could probably be a 1,500 or 1,600-yard rusher if they let him, but they're just so paranoid about getting him hurt. Uh, now, we got the final game is Dallas, uh, two-and-a-half-point uh, favorite at Tampa Bay. I know you love Tampa in this game. Yeah, I do, because Dak sucks. I can't bet on Dak to beat Tom Brady, even though, you know what's weird? I was shocked to look at Brady's stats. He had huge... Yards. Yeah, there was a lot of they had like the Steelers a lot of drives that just manifested into nothing. I saw him play. I thought he looked like crap. I thought he looked finally his age. Yeah, I thought so too. I I know what you're saying. You don't want to put your money on Dak, but would you be willing to put your money on the Dallas defense and Micah Parsons against Brady in that offense? No, no. No, I think Dak's worse than they're good. Okay, I I went the other way on this one. I took Dallas because. Actually, you know what? I I slid the line a little bit. I gave back. Um, I think it was at three and a half when I got it. So I got it to minus two and a half, which is where it is now. I should have just waited, but I gave it back and I got it into plus money. So I got it to plus one hundred six. So I could get Dallas actually winning by the spread that it's at now, but I get plus money on it. What's the money line? What uh... the money line is minus one forty three for Dallas to win. It's plus one twenty five if the Bucks win. You know what? I you know. My my inclination would be about Tampa to win outright, but that's not that great of a line on the money line. You would want more than plus one twenty five, you're yeah. saying, because it's plus it's minus one oh seven on the plus two and a half. Um, the fact that it's on that field goal, I mean, that's the biggest bump you're going to get in any sport is the field goal line in the NFL. So that's pr- probably part of the reason why it is where it is. What, what's your best bet of the games? My best, um, I like my parlay because <laughs> I think Cincinnati, San Francisco. And the Bills are all going to win. I think they're all going to win. I don't feel risky about that parlay. 
I, I made a parlay where it was Kansas City and Georgia before the national championship game, before the games this weekend. I didn't know if they would cover the spreads. The spreads were big. I knew they were both going to win. I don't see any of those three teams losing. The, the, the only one I feel really nervous about, I guess, is San Francisco because of the quarterback factor. But what, like, I'm going to feel really good about Geno Smith in a playoff game either, you know? so I think the single best bet is Buffalo giving 13 to Miami. I think if Buffalo is feeling it all, they're going to win by 30. Yeah, they could just if run it up. If they care to win by 30. And I think their run game got better to the point that if they got up big, they could make the game go faster and not give Miami a lot of time to come back and uh, you know swap out points for time. Even if they do, I mean, it might be 30 to nothing to start the fourth, and you're not going to be able to catch up that fast to 13. Who would you like in a Buffalo-Cincinnati uh, division round game? It gets to be in Buffalo, right? Yes. I'd take Buffalo. I take Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati will, will roll over. I think Cincinnati, roll. I think Cincinnati's the emerging team right now. I'd like to see what the point spread is. I might take the points on Cincinnati, but I, you know, just thinking in my head right now, if it's more than a field goal, I would take the Bills. Um, before we wrap up, Tim, what's your take on uh, Deontay Johnson? Apparently, having his knickers in a twist—that's the word. He posted some cryptic tweets. I didn't get what the cryptic tweets were. What? He, he took he took the Steelers. I've he, got some th- something to say or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. And he took the Steelers. You know, he's not following them on Instagram anymore. What could he possibly have to be mad about? I would think they'd be mad at him. Didn't he stop following them before? Did he refollow them? Because I thought he. I thought I remembered hearing that. Well, he's just obviously a dick. Yeah, I think he's he pays attention to stuff. Wait, he pays attention to stuff. On social media, more than just about anybody else in the team, and he's probably a guy that should pay to pay attention less than anybody because he does he should take probably score a friggin' touchdown. Yeah, Tim. Tim, uh, here's a question I brought up on the show: What's the more unbreakable record? Deontay Johnson, 86 catches in the season without a touchdown, which is an NFL record, or uh, Joe DiMaggio's 56 game hitting streak? Cy Young's 511 wins. <laughs> uh, maybe that, maybe that, but Deontay's close. Well, of, of the two, of the two. Uh, I think you could probably get a running back in a system like James Wilder was. Like that was always a safe bet because he was a running back in the NFL today. You could, you might get a running back to do that, but it's yeah, tough. But he's going to score once. And Mark, he did it over a seventeen game season too. He had seventeen cracks and he didn't miss any games. The best was when he had a clear path to the end zone. Um, no, he didn't miss any games. He had a clear path to the end zone, and he got brought down at the one. At the one, yes. In, in the final game. And what happened? They fumbled on third down. Well, that's because Coach Genius didn't check the replay when Najee... I mean, Tim, he was clearly in. How can you not check that? Can you believe Mike Lombardi says he's supposed to be the coach of the year? He should he, be the coach he's not of the year. Even, he didn't even... He's, if you ranked the jobs coaches did in the league this year, he wouldn't be in the top 10. Campbell, Peterson, Dable, O'Connell, uh, who am I forgetting about? I can't even put Campbell Sirianni. in that group because they didn't make the playoffs. But, I mean, Campbell did a better job than Tom. Peterson, did I say Peterson? Peterson? Uh, Peterson's my pick because he took a team that was 3-14, and 14, replaced the coach. So that's a tangible difference right. in what he did as coach and, and they won the division. Yeah, like O'Connell's thirteen and four in his first year. Dable's nine seven and one in his first year. Uh, it was a dumpster fire in Jacksonville. Nine and eight in his first year with Peterson. Like all these guys, I think deserve a pop more than Tomlin does. I mean, their record got worse, and they didn't make the playoffs. And they they were a half game better and made the playoffs last year. Do you think Matt Canada will be back? My hunch is yes. Yeah, mine is too. And don't you agree? We'll hear about it before Monday. 
uh, if he's not going to be back? Because what more more coaches will be let go after the playoff round? Usually that decision gets made fairly quickly. It was with Fickner. It's usually about a it's about a week. It's a week to ten days. So yeah, I think before the second round of the playoffs, yes, we'll know something. Don't you think Tomlin loves having Canada as the lightning rod as the scapegoat? Yes. But he'll always have that with an offensive coordinator. Yeah, but he's the perfect guy for it. And do you also agree that they don't want to pay him off for nothing on the last year of the contract? That's right. He has the third year. Yeah. That comes into play. Now there's an excuse to go forward with the third year. There was progress made in the second half. The only logical reason I could see is because I don't want my second-year quarterback to learn an all-new playbook and all-new terminology. But but here's what I've said all along. If you, I think the offense was way too conservative, even with a rookie quarterback. I want to see them throw to Pickens more one-on-one. I want to see them go deep more. I want to see them use the middle of the field more. Now, if that is the criticism of the offense, the head coach can tell the coordinator to do different, and he did not. Let's say they have a typical offseason. They don't make any huge, bold swing moves in free agency. They never do. So let's say they don't do that. Let's say they have a nice draft. Where do you think the over-under for the win total is going to be set for them? Nine and a half? Well, all the locals will be predicting 11 or 12 wins. Um, let's say they have an average offseason. I think the over-under for win totals is uh, is eight and a half. Part of the frustration I've had with Steeler then fans. Then again, having won nine games this year, nine and a half. Part of the frustration that I have with Steeler fans is, like, when the win total came out on the most of the books this year for the Steelers, it was seven and a half. And everybody went, oh! It's too low. It's just, these are the Steelers. They reload. They never rebuild. They refuel. They retool. You can't say reload, but you can say re-anything else, and it makes it sound like they're a good organization, right? So people were just baffled. How could the line be that low for the over-under? I know I picked them at eight wins. I picked them at eight and nine. Every, Hater! Pessimist! Why don't you support the team? And then they go nine wins, and it's like, oh, they did great. Well, where, where was your expectation? Like, it's it saying seven or eight wins was ridiculous and ludicrously low. They get to nine. What were you thinking then? Tim, you know that stuff that Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie sell on TV? Yeah. That's how you reload. <laughs> That's Tim Benz. I'm Mark Mann. Thank you for listening to the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. And don't forget, bet now from anywhere. Catch new episodes of Mark Madden Unfiltered every week. Available on the Bet Rivers Network. BetRivers.com and wherever you find your podcasts.